What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! Good evening, good day, good morning, whatever time you are listening. Hello and welcome to The Way We HNC. We are back for another show today after um, a large and surprising amount of engagement and feedback from last week, which we're going to get to very, very soon. Unfortunately, one of my usual partners is not here today. Tom Clark has decided that he's not very well and has had to go back to bed. So, <laughs> so um, T's and P's to Tom Clark. Um, we hope you feel better soon. And you will be back next week to probably alienate a large percentage of our audience. Um, that does mean that the other half of the Latte Boys is here. Greg Sim, how are you, Greg? I'm very well, Bess. Thank you very much. Good. I am. I and am yourself? glad. Yes, I am. I'm very well. Good. I've had a, I've had a pretty good day. So, um, and now I get to sit and, and talk to you. It's fantastic. I mean, so. from this early bit of conversation, I can only only really gather that if you have lattes, you will be healthy. So, yeah, mate. Tom, <sighs> Tom, plenty of lattes. Get yourself if Tom Clark had more lattes, he'd probably be a healthier human. <laughs> all that, all that extra dairy and caffeine. Oh, <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's. It can only go a good direction from there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Red Bull and a milkshake, it'd be fine. Um, <laughs> yes, so um, by the time this goes out, based on the, um, as the viewing figures have moved and listening figures have moved from last week, um, I think since we started, um, since the breakaway, um, this will be, Last week's will have been the second most listened to show that we have ever done. Wow. So that's, a, that's not well, I mean it's it's people listening. It's people listening. So we are incredibly grateful to all the people who have listened and um sent us messages and contributed to the show and continue to listen every week. The subscript the people that subscribe and and all that kind of stuff. Um, we are incredibly grateful because this did start out as like a little bit of a joke and a little bit of like, ah, no one will ever listen um, and has grown into something that we didn't really think or expect that it would. Um, so, yes, thank you to all those people. Um, especially thank you to our new friends in Guernsey. <laughs> um, Absolutely. They have been incredibly uh, excited and vocal and... Um, are very glad that we're that we're shining a light on their league, and we are going to continue to do so um, all the way through the summer um, until the the final day of their season. Um, the number of people in the HNC that would like me to plan a trip to Guernsey to play them, um, or even just to watch the finals weekend, um, I've actually going to have to set up a folder on my phone to like pigeonhole those messages. So. I'm going to see what I can do. Um, I've got... There was quite a few. I've, you I, know, did, I did I did log into the stream um, of their game on Sunday for, for a wee while. And there was a lot of familiar faces. A lot of familiar good. names that's coming good. through well, to, to watch it as well. So um, hopefully they try and get uh, a bit more of their game covered this, this week. I think they only managed to get the one um, covered. But hopefully they get both of them. Um, yep. This time, that would be great. 
Yes, and we will have a lot of Guernsey talk later on in the show, so you've got that to look forward to. Um, and if you're from Guernsey, I'm not even I'm not going to tell you the timestamp on mm. that, so you're just going to have to listen to the whole thing. Um, <laughs> um, so. Yeah, that was one of the key parts of last week. The other thing that happened last week was we discussed the BAFA Q&A and we came on air about an hour after that finished. And the reaction that one particular part of our conversation got... Is is, is Tom still just uh, overcome by the passion that he showed in that? I actually think that might have knackered him out. And one of the things that I thought was incredible is, we, you know, like you look at the logo that we've got and it's, you know, Tom Clark has a bit of tape across his mouth to stop him saying anything stupid. <laughs> um, but Tom's speech last week definitely rang true with a lot of people. Oh, it, hit um, it did. It, and a lot of people related to Tom and <laughs> agreed with him. And I think we're quite, fr- we're quite profoundly impressed with what he had to say. And that seemed to have an impact across all levels of football. Really? And when I see all levels of football, I mean all levels of football. I think I posted last week's episode at about 10 past 11 last Wednesday night. So, and you know, it wasn't, you know, it was critical I mean, and it was, and it was, and it was, it was late at night, but I wanted to get the edit done and I just posted it because now we've got a fancy new page. I can just post it and I don't, and I can, and all that kind of stuff, right? At 19 minutes past eight in the morning. Um, oh, we're going very precise. I love it. It's burnt into my retinas. <laughs> 19 minutes past eight in the morning, I was making a coffee um, and get my breakfast ready before I start work. And my phone lit up with two notifications. It was a friend request from... The People's Commission, Mr. Kyle Taylor, and a message that said, um, Good morning, how are you doing? Oh, 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 my word. Just that's it. That was Nothing all it else. was. That was all it was. Um, well, well, that's not intimidating. <laughs> yeah. So I was, imme- I was immediately just like, Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, like said, I told what, you, I told you that jersey. He's coming for you. What have we, what have we done? He's yeah, coming for you. You know what have we done? Um, <laughs> and yeah, Kyle reached out, and he was he was very complimentary. And um, <laughs> I think yeah, we had a good we had a good chat, and um, we are going to set up um, an interview at some point in the future where Kyle's going to come on the show and take questions from us and take questions from you, our listeners. So. Once we have a date nailed down for that, um, we will let you all know. And please make use of the page to send in your questions. Um, or if you go on Instagram, you can direct message at TomTomABZ and they will all get picked up. Um, I, mean, I mean, I do have one question that I'll, I'll put forward to him right now. Okay. When's Guernsey going to get the invitation to become a part of our national structure? It is, it's something that, uh, that we'll need to... We'll need to get oh, on to him about. Could, could um, you imagine the away days? I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Um, and over the over the course of the day, a lot of people did reach out. Some, you know, a lot of people have mentioned it before. A lot of guys from Guernsey reached out to be like, "Who the hell are you? And what the hell are you doing? It's amazing." But like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also had um, other members of the 
of the committee reach out um, and just say that they listened in what was both lovely to hear um, and lovely to hear the thoughts and the feedback on what we've been shouting into microphones for the last little while um, and also slightly terrifying to know that that's the level of the audience we have. Um, and then at the other end of the scale, um, there was also a couple of guys, as usual, from the distillers gave us a shout out, gave us a shout um, and and said that they'd enjoyed it too. So Fantastic. I, I, I guess that it's partly the content and partly because we have this new page and people can be a lot more chit-chatty um, about it. Um, but just thank you, everyone, that continues to listen. Um, and we will hopefully continue to bring you content that you find worth subscribing to and listening to for an hour or so of your week. So coming up in the future, we are going to have Kyle, the People's Commissioner Taylor. Um, he's going to come on and take some questions. I'm going to talk to him about all sorts of things. So not just his current role at BAFA, where he's, you know, he's only been in post, what, five months? Yeah. Um, and, February, wasn't it? And what a poison chalice that turned out to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably should have just let Clark Anderson win that one, but um, <laughs> because watching those two try and handle this would be so much fun. Oh my goodness gracious me, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, um, we really could have got a hard knocks episode out of that or two. <laughs> uh, um, especially with all the tech that Tree's got. Um, but we're also um, something something that we have been aware that we have missed out on for the last little while and something that we know that we do not cover enough Um has been ladies football the opal series and the ladies football scene in general um one of the reasons that we we don't cover that is that we've had no real um personal connection to it obviously there's no um there's no team up here in aberdeen um and we realize that that is we've been remiss and so coming very very soon will be an interview with one of my favorite people and one of my favorite players we will be having uh, Heather, the baller McGowan, will be coming on to Ooh. whoop whoop, uh, who is also on the Baffa flag committee. So she's going to come on and tell us all about ladies football and the Opal series and how it all works and how it's going to develop through the affiliate process because there are ladies teams popping up all over the place and we are hyped to see it. So Absolutely. that's what we've got coming up um, over the next little while, um, and we're going to try and bring you content as much as we can throughout the footballless wasteland that stretches before us um and of course as always if you have any discussion points for us then please let us know because we will talk about them for as long as we can and get as stupidly in-depth as possible because that's what we do isn't it greg well stupid's definitely part of it um, in depth, maybe not so much, but yeah, absolutely. We've got nothing but time to do research. We'll we'll, we'll put some opinions out there. The opinions will be out there. Um, they will be. You can rank them. They'll be hot and spicy. Exactly. And, we we have the one rule. The one rule of the podcast is yeah. no splinters. No so splinters. We will fall on one side or the other, no matter what the discussion point is. Do not sit on fences. That is the rule that we live by. So on that note we will be discussing a very, very good question that was brought in by one of our listeners not too long ago. Um, and I think you're going to like it. And you will hear all about it and what that question is 
right after this quick message. Hi guys, I hope that you are all enjoying our conversations this evening and that you're having a great time. I'm going to interrupt you just for one moment to give a quick shout out to Nuola uh, Custom Sportswear. They um, have done me the uh, great favour of making me a warm-up shirt with the Anthony Nolan logo on, which I'm sure most of you are aware. Um, I will be raising money for Anthony Nolan um, charity over the course of the year. Um, they are a charity that specialises in finding people for blood or bone marrow donations to treat various blood cancers and blood disorders. Um, so Nola have created a kind of warm-up shirt um, for me to wear with um, the logos of the teams that I play for um, and the Anthony Nolan um, logo on the front. Um, they've actually made these available to buy. Um, you can either buy the same one as me, which has the name Anthony Nolan on the back and a number five um, to signify the five pounds I'm donating for every touchdown I score this year. Um, or if you would rather, you can have your own name on the back and you can pick a number of your choice. Um, ev some of the proceeds from every shirt that you buy um, will go to my fundraiser. Um, so if you would like a new shirt, but would also like uh, to make a donation, uh, head over to the Nuola website or the Nuola Facebook page and you'll find the shirt there um, to buy. Um, so yeah, if you were to do that, I'd really, really appreciate it. Of course, if you don't want to buy the shirt, but you would still like to make a donation, um, you can find it on any of my personal social media accounts. Um, and if you would like to find out a little bit more about the Anthony Nolan charity and you would like to consider joining the stem cell register, um, please get in touch with me directly. Um, that I would be hugely appreciative. And to be honest, I would rather that you did that rather than um, give me any of your money. Um, I th it would be much, much better to try and expand the, um, the register as much as we can. Um, so yeah. Thank you for that listening and thank you for allowing me to interrupt and back to the show. Okay, welcome back. As promised before our little ad break or what qualifies for an ad break on this show, we let you know that there was a question from the audience coming up. Um, in the interim... In Tom's absence, we have decided that it would be actually more appropriate um, to, rather than have this com this question asked by our usual recording or by one of us reading out, um, we would just substitute one centre in Tom Clark for another legendary centre. So it is my honour to introduce to you um, a friend of the show. He is the GB Ladies team manager and part of the team that took second at the European Championships in Israel in 2019. He is a multiple-time chieftain, a Glasgow Hornet and a Carlut Cobra. He is one of the most liked guys in the UK flag football scene and someone we look up to immensely. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Callum Cabbage Bell. Good evening. My God, Bez, you, you certainly live up to this having the the amazing oh, 
the, the best the best introductions on the planet. I do God. I do I do research. There's, there's gonna they, be a... they are so intimidating. Oh. <laughs> there's a couple of it starts going and then you're like, oh no, where's he going here? How, how far is he dug into the into the backstory of my life? There's a there, yeah, there's a couple of your uh, friends and colleagues that um, have <laughs> have little DM slides going on in the last hour or so, um, just to make sure I got it right, got my dates right. God. Well, I know whenever they do eventually have a BAFA Chieftains Hall of Fame, you've definitely got to be the introduction and presenter. I would love that. Eventually, and then obviously when you make your Chieftains debut and you get into the Hall of Fame, of course. Oh, one day. One day. Yeah? yeah. One day. Um, not like, you know, I mean, Greg's, Greg's already been there. We're very happy for him. You know? Oh, here he goes. So, um, yeah. So, um, the, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> um, so, yes. Um, Cal, you sent us in um, what was actually a great question and one that I immediately screenshotted and popped it into our, our little group chat. Um, you sent us eight team photographs of Chieftain squads from 2009 to about 2019. Yep. And you asked us who we thought would win in a round-robin tournament um, and what we think would be the ultimate Chieftain side of the decade. Yeah, um, uh, it's just one of those things. That's a great obviously. question. We're working from home, and I was just sitting reminiscing about football, and then it kind of hit me. Obviously, the end of the decade and all these things, teams of the decade, best of the decade, blah blah blah. It was going on. And then I thought, yeah, it's been roughly what ten years since the Chieftains' inception, and roughly two thousand and nine. It's about before my time. I was uh, a youth at that time with the Hornets youth team winning a British Championship. Just a gentle plug. Um, oh, one that I, I, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, oh, I would have been on your intro. Baffle, <laughs> two thousand and nine, Baffle, B A F L. Baffle, yeah, that's, wow. that's back in the day. So, yeah, it just came across my head, and I thought, yeah, there's all these photos. Let's send that to Bez and the team and see what they can do. Didn't that's expect good. to be on, but all right, there you go. Oh, yeah. expect, expect the unexpected, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll post I'll post all those those photos as well because um, they are they are good fun to to look through. We definitely. Um, Lots of young people, um, you know, you can, a young, you a younger, a younger Jimmy, a young, uh, a young Richie Moore, yep. Gary without a beard. You can definitely see the progression of, of age with Mister uh, Elliot and his magnificent beard. Oh, yeah. the, the yeah the the twenty the twenty twelve yeah. photograph of uh, of Gary with with no facial hair. Yep. Is is, is so that was best. yeah that was card that was card of two thousand eleven and that was the the final home nations as it was back then, so home okay. nations home nations get finished I think England and Wales were fed up with us beating them and uh, thanks for the hard work with Mister Young and Mister Scott they kept the Chieftains going um, until Super Five made its debut. Yes, and good and um, and the success continued obviously. Um, so yeah, this one we um Greg and I have had this conversation a couple of times off air that we were um we were kind of re- uh leaning on Tom a little bit for this. Um being relative newcomers to the flag scene. Um a lot yeah, of very the, much, a lot very of the people so in the photographs pre 2017-18 never met them before. Yep. Or they, they kind of left before we started or stuff like that. Um, yep. So Tom not being here after I announced that we would be doing um, this goat hunt, we're looking for the greatest of all time, um, was was a bit of a bit of a stitch up there, Tom. I'll be honest, I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> I bet he planned so, it all along. 
That's classic bet, Tom. Classic I bet he Tom. did. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do. We'll definitely do Friday night. We'll definitely yeah. do Friday night. Oh, you know what, guys? I'm actually feeling yeah. very well. Honestly. Man's a rascal. Um, mm-hmm. So, Greg, you were doing some research. You were doing some interviews. You were plugging people for, for help. Um, I was, yeah. Well, a little bit. As you say, obviously, our knowledge only goes back a couple of years. I, I would love to try and claim that's because we're, we're so young. So that would just be so you, you guys started in 20, 2016, is that correct? 2017? Um, so, oh, I think uh, our, our first, you, what was this, our third year. So it was at tw- end of 2017, I think we joined. Yeah, so you guys kind of came in just around the, the sort of inception of Super 5s and yeah. chief, the chieftains moving in that sort of HNC direction rather than like the, the Scotland's direction. So yes. I, yeah. So our, our, my first competitive tournament was flagging in year two. So every year that was. That would have been the start of 2017, I think. Yeah. So I think we came okay. to it at the end of 2016. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, about then would have been our... So there's so te- there's like 17 photos previous to this. So as, yeah. uh, <laughs> as Cabbage has mentioned, I cheated a little bit. I went and spoke to something of an oracle in Michael Scott. Um, who has... The man, the myth, the legend. Oh, he has forgotten more about these teams. Um, and quite honestly, the information he came back with was quite incredible. Um, joked about it that he said he was sending me an essay. It was it was more than that. It was it was a Wikipedia page. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. some. Sounds right. Someone should set that up. Tom Tom can forfeit since he's not yeah. here. That's Tom's job. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There we go. Um, so yeah, he had he had some interesting thoughts about some of these early teams. He he was initially quite fond of the 2010 team. Um, he said obviously in 20, 2009 they went there, they absolutely dominated the competition. Not so much in 2010, but he felt that that team was just a little bit better. Um, that team being uh, QB'd by Neil Arnold. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to know its X's and O's. Yes. Um, through a little bit of back and forth with him, he actually got a little bit more enamoured with the 2012 team. Now, I've got a feeling that you might have actually been a part of this team at this point, would you, Mr. Bell? So it was 2011. 2011, uh, we were down in Cardiff for the Home Nations at our rugby club. Um, usual spare, no expense. It was that was a really good facility, to be fair. Um, the scoreboard was a whiteboard, but I've got, I've got a photo of that, actually. Um, it's one I didn't send you. So, yeah, that was actually yeah, that was actually my my first ever trip with the Chieftains, and I, I think all in all, I might have played two snaps and three two snaps and two games. But at the time, you're young, you're like God. You came all this way, you want to play. But see, looking back, just sitting watching that team, when you look at some of the people like Neil Arnold, Gary Elliott, Mooney, Jimmy, Callum Beatty, Paul Cavey that you don't really know, then uh, Chapman, Richie, Robbie Haley. John Miles as well. It, aye, that that I can see where Mike's coming from. That was quite a, a quite a special team. Yeah, I'd probably say it's my second favourite Chieftains team that I've been on. And like I say, I didn't play much, but it's just the experience that was there and what you learned. Like when you were at training with like likes of Neil Arnold, Neil Neil Arnold's playbook at that point for Chieftains was two routes, an X and a Z route. The sent the the red route. Well, we call the red route the slot receiver. The Y. He wouldn't be on the play band. 
uh, in the centre. He would literally, because when I was playing centre, he would literally walk up to you at the line of scrimmage and whisper in your ear which way you were going. Yeah. So it's just that that level of thinking, as you say, from Neil Arnold. It's yeah. Yeah, just, he's just the, the, the knowledge that he has and the ability to kind of see what defence is doing. Absolutely. We, we, we get a little bit, as you say, from Gary, like playing on defence, he'll just come over and be like, right, uh, just watch out for this route. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Soon it, within three seconds of the play starting, you're like, oh my word. Yeah. He's, he's done exactly what he and said. And see, see if you get beat and he's told you what's going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't look at him because if I'm dead, like... <laughs> He's, he, uh, he, you know, I feel small next to him anyway. I, would, I don't, really, I don't need to play. <laughs> yeah. like, I know. So it's you, you, you guys probably experienced Neil Arnold from his Carnegie days when he was a lot more mellow. So let's say back in his Kirkcaldy Bull days, I'm sure he likes a Grant McLennan and Dave Pasnick. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell you how irate Neely would get if you did not run the route the he told you to run it or he wanted it run and like the, to the depth to the. If you stop in the middle of the field and sitting in a zone, or if you kept running your route across, like you would hear nearly, you would hear nearly screaming from the Broncos home turf in Falkirk Stadium <laughs> back in the day from up in Aberdeen. You would hear nearly screaming. You know about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Grant probably to this day is probably is still scared of Neil, Neil Arnold. Not, <laughs> not, not they didn't admit that, but I, I, I'll admit that for Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I only, I only met him for the first time, obviously when uh, Div won set up and I was going to game days with the Silvers. Um, that was the first time I, I met him. Um, you know, I'd heard, heard about him, of course, because you only have to speak to people who've been around the game for, you know, yeah. a little bit longer and, and he comes up and the the, the the legends of the Bulls, kind of the stories come out and and all of that. So I was kind of, I knew, I didn't, well, I didn't know what to expect, but yeah. And then I saw him play and I was like, oh, okay, hot damn. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and that was a fairly immobile Neil Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can imagine. He, yeah, I mean the option game at that point in time wasn't as big as it was nowadays with like, your Nickies and your what the Broncos yeah. got up to. But Neil did have a bit of the option game back then, and yeah, that was when he could move. Yeah, and he would pick you apart regardless if he was throwing it or running. No, I was actually scrolling back. I was looking for something today. I was kind of scrolling back through some of the um, the the face the old cats Facebook photographs and obviously the results and stuff. And I was looking for something today. And I found that first time that the Silvercats came up against Neely. Yeah. And that was at that point the Silvercats were literally a team full of rookies, as they were for most of the set of the development squads. Um and it was there was seven seventy seven six or something like that. Was the, and it was just like, <laughs> Oh my god. That's not bad. That's so, not bad. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, must, they must have stopped him once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The the bees experienced that that was the first year of the bees as well. The bees experienced yeah. it as well. First game day, the first very first game of that year. Division one first day in Dunferling. We played Carnegie, nearly tore us apart. They scored two touchdowns in the first two, three plays of the game. Then the following game day, we were in Paisley when it was the Spartans, I'm sure they hosted us, and Carnegie just yeah. wiped us off the field again with Arnold picking us apart. So I uh, we've all been there, don't worry. Yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a seven, 77 the second game day of the season when the Silvers played them, and then they the last game day of the season was up here and Aberdeen and I think they held them to like 58 or something and it was like well you know yep wasn't there's the improvement and there's there's another one let's speak to Mr Anderson and get the connection with Neil and he'd definitely be worth a podcast yeah I'd love Mm -hmm. I'd love to get him on so um see we've Tree once promised us a YouTube a YouTube uh, video live thing of X's and O's with Neil Arnold so (laughs) we've never let him forget it because he said it so offhand 
Um, so, Tree, I know I know that you will be listening. You still owe us that. Yeah. <laughs> still waiting for that. So, um, we, we've digressed a little bit. So, I think we have the 20, 2012 team, I think that was. Okay. That I think Mike was kind of getting to. The other team that I think we really need to mention that is probably looking at the photos has just such incredible depth of talent was in 2017. Now, I know there's a bit of a stipulation here because there was, it was played twice that year, wasn't it? Yeah, once in Manchester in March and then Burn, no, then Tory Glen, Glasgow in November. I think it was just because they were trying to realign it to the, the calendars at that point. Yeah, to the end of the yeah. season. Yeah. So I think, the, the I mean, the, the first team um, is incredible in that one, but then in the second one, I believe, just judging by the photos, they've added Pasnik, Gary, Hardest hitting safety in football, Drummond. Yep, that's <laughs> um, his debut, I'm sure. <laughs> and, you know, there's a couple other faces there that I, I can't quite remember at the minute, but the, just the depth of depth of talent in that squad. So I good. don't think at that so, point we'd have been allowed sort of. Aye, so that, this was. A certain amount of GB players. Yeah. It's incredible. So that was that was actually one chief instrument I didn't make. Um, couldn't get the day off work, unfortunately. But this was pretty much, I think this is what made the decision. That GB gold players weren't allowed um, because <laughs> so you've got you've got Callum Woods, Andrew Gibson, Julian Holborn, way of course, Mister Nicky Farrell, Drummond, Gary Elliott, Ali Morello, um, Scooter, Liam Fleming, Kev Woods, Fraser Thompson, Callum Young, Jamie Archibald, Mister Pasnick, and then it's Ryan McCluskey's brother. I think it's Stephen McCluskey who I believe is actually in America now playing in college. He certainly is. Yeah. So that that that's yeah, that's a pretty insane team. And like, and that is basically underlining that the HNC is the best. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best conference. We all know it. Um, yeah. I know. I know other po- other podcasts continually disagree with us, and they are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was looking through these as well. Like just putting like the teams together. I think we, like, I was just put, trying to put names against positions, and I think we probably got like one of the most amazing center pipelines in the country. So we, we can maybe come on. Uh, so maybe come on that later when we're picking like the, I guess the final fifteen, and we all we lose a bunch of friends. But uh, <laughs> the centre position is definitely a strong one for the chieftains, pretty much across the board. But the centre one kind of stood out to me, maybe because I am a centre. But uh, it's one of those. We are people too. Centres are yeah. people too. We exactly. are exactly. exactly. We can do more than slants. No. Um, yeah, no, because we were in our, you know, we were talking about these earlier on, and I, I immediately highlighted the the first team, the Manchester team, for that year, um, as just being like, wow, um, and then yeah, immediately you go to like, oh, the one that was a couple of months later, and you're like, there, it's just stacked, um, yeah. and you always know you're doing something right when they have to change the rules. Exactly. So when, exactly. You know, yeah. when you show up with that team and then the league changes the rules so that some of your players are ineligible, like you know that you're the best team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was great. Um, and then they did change the rules. And then unfortunately, what happened the, the year after that, Greg? Um, <coughs> no comment. The worst Chieftains team in history. That, so that's probably harsh. That's harsh. <laughs> Name name me another team that did not win Super Fives. <laughs> exactly my point. The MEC, the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it had to happen once. It had to happen once. Yeah. It, 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 Refo- it refocused the conference. The entire conference was upset and refocused after that. 
Exactly. And I've, I've said this to you, Bez, in chatting, like, especially from my sort of generation, quote unquote, from like that early, early start of the decade, like, mm-hmm. chief, chieftains are something that really meant a lot to everyone in the HNC. Well, it wasn't the HNC back then, but I, for the HNC, chieftains yeah. meant a lot. And it was like, as cheesy as it sounds, it was a bit of a brotherhood. Yeah. Like, you'd have, as you can tell, it was kind of dominated at that time by your Cobras and your Royal Cats and Broncos. Hornets weren't quite the Hornets at that point, but then we kind of grew into it. But yeah. it's that way we, we, we would all have these battles as individual club teams, but then as soon as it came to Chieftains and you put on that jersey, like, and although technically it wasn't Scotland, in our heads it was Scotland. And yeah, it just, it was that fire. Like, people would be fighting in club teams. There's a famous Gary Elliott and Nicky Farrell fight. And then as soon as there's a Chieftains team, we're all best friends. It's it just, I don't know, it's just, it's a different feeling. I think other teams from the Super are, are, are getting into that. Like, I know, for instance, the SWC, Yayan Tucker's kind of created this SWC Dragons. They like, go away to Pink Bowl and stuff like that. And yeah. they they've, they've become a really good unit. Um, the MEC as well. Through Magnet, who is no longer there, I believe it's Kyle Taylor and Liam Brown who they are they are building a good thing as well. They were taking it proper and seriously. Um, then the SEC, unfortunately, like last Super Fives, they only turned up with five players. Unfortunately, just yeah. Luck, uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely something to think. The HNC and the Chieftains, it's always been something that's carried yeah. on. And we, yeah, yeah it's hundred percent something you want to be involved in. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, aye, and like even last year, we only had the one trial session before supervised. But like me as a kind of chieftain's homer and been there from a, a long time, like seeing guys from the Raptors and seeing guys from the Sabers turning up to it as well. Like where in the past, I think in the past, because the team has been so easily easy to pick, I guess between like your Royal Cats, Broncos, etc., Hornets. It, it is great yeah. to see like these new guys coming along, like. Paul, Paul Johnson, I'm sure it is. Yeah, like Rob, uh, Grubby as well, Big James yeah. Grub. Like these guys, Colin uh, Callum Nickel, Colin Callum Nickel. Yeah, Callum. Like, even he did make the Birmingham squad. But it, it's great to see all these new guys coming through that should definitely be pushing for Chieftains. And if not, if the Barbarians as well comes back, like that sort of silver Chieftains Barbarians, like it, it's great to see. And I hope, it, like Bud's obviously now the head coach, and I know he's very bought into the whole Chieftains and that. So, aye. It's, it's good. It's good for an old an old man like me. You see, I say that I'm only 28, but <laughs> it, it, it does feel that the chieftains has been there forever. Like, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the things I really enjoyed about um, the selection process for 2018, yes, 2018, um, was kind of Bud's chat about how he was wants to ensure that it's, it remains kind of something that people want to be part of and it's like a privilege to wear the shirt and I think everyone bought into that and understands that it, yeah. it is exactly that um, and yeah I know I know a lot of people that have you know whenever there was the you know whenever the invite to training goes up you know the open invite this is where the trials will be yeah you know um, there's always the people in the in the kind of all cats group chat and it's like oh well what do you you know what about you know should i be going and it's all you know we oh, mean, we're, absolutely we're lucky absolutely. because we've got like you know we've got like mike and tom are in that chat and it's just like yes yeah like absolutely because <laughs> yeah you're going to learn so much like my my first session was at the end of mine and greg's rookie year and i was a bit like oh you know i still i don't really know i don't know where, i don't really know what i'm doing you know um but like i'm just interested and mike was like yeah just come along and i just learned that whole day Mm-hmm. you know because even though the you know those guys they're like you know like like jimmy and like you know mike and tom and at that point they've their job that day is to pick the team obviously yeah. um 
but I'll always remember, and I, you know, Jimmy probably has no has no recollection of this. Um, but Jimmy just took me aside and was just like, "Right, this is what you need to do on your breakdown." I think it was, um, and I was like, "Okay," and yeah. just like ran it on the sideline, and then he kind of gave me this nod, was like, "Right, go back in." So yeah. ran back in and ran it, and there was just the little things like that that just make it. Oh, absolutely. Because it it's just like the heart of the conference is together. Yeah. I think Jimmy Jimmy Thompson is one of the unsung heroes. Well, Dave Mooney as well, but Dave Mooney's kind of stepped away. But Jimmy Thompson's Dave Mooney, the unsung heroes of the Chieftains. Like, you see them in those photos from 2009 all the way through. Jimmy's, Dave Mooney's step back, but there's Jimmy still in every single team photo. Yeah. Still a part of the Chieftains driving that. That sort of like, enthusiasm for the yeah, game, isn't it? Exactly. It just comes like I, I remember coming in as a well, as a rookie and kind of first coming across him, and you you do you just get that feeling from him that he just absolutely loves the game. Yeah, and he's just matter, the, like an OG. And it doesn't matter right. who he's talking to; he he will he will try and make sure that he's giving pointers, even if you are yeah, just a rookie. Definitely on a on a on a rival team as well. Yeah. He, you just love the game and it's great to see. Yeah, it's like, as soon as I said before, as soon as it becomes Chieftains trials, training, tournaments, that, that sort of like club mentality just dis- instantly disappears and it does become this yeah. sort of brotherhood, as I said. And I know I don't know, maybe that sounds cheesy to people outside that sort of Chieftains bubble, but it, it really is true. Like, uh, and, and guys like Jimmy who've been there throughout just drive that ethos. And then you see as well that Fraser's now stepped in as a defensive coordinator as well. Yeah. I don't know, hopefully... Now that he's back, he's back fit and playing. I don't know if he's going to continue to coach or if he'll do both. But it's yeah. him and him as well. That ethos fed into Fraser, and you see the enthusiasm he has for Chieftains as yeah, well. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, right. Well, I'm going to ask you the question now. All right. Which which team wins? Which if those teams all play each other, who wins your round robin tournament, Callum? <sighs> that is a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to jump the gun here. Okay, just, Greg, you on your just go. because just because I am less familiar with the older team, I'm going to go with a bigger squad. We've already said that that just the, the surreal amount of talent, and as you say, they had to change the rules. Yeah. So that 2017 team, to me, does it. That that one takes the top slot, but only just. <laughs> Uh, it's like it's like picking your favourite child, isn't it? A wee bit. It's, <laughs> it, it, uh, I think one one we've not talked about is the big ball team from twenty sixteen. Like, it's and amazingly enough, that's the only sort of team we like. Well, other than Dublin, it's the only team there that's got Grant McLaren on it, who I think we'd all consider as like one of the the best wide receivers in HNC for a long time. But even that team, we went toe to toe with Mass Flag. Um, I think we ended up losing. We ended up losing it by two scores in the end, but we gave a pretty decent account of ourselves up until that point late in the second half. But that that team as well, I I probably agree that your sort of twenty seventeen era teams like the say the level of skilled talent there's uh, it's pretty insane. And like you you see guys that are now going on to play represent for GB. Like mm-hmm. aye, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's a hard one. It's yeah. The two, the two 2017 teams, I think, would give a hell of a final. Can you imagine? Because that, that yeah. big ball team, like you say, that was the kind of the one I was I was looking at as the outside pick. Um, yeah. Kind of the one that's a bit different. Just just looking at it. Um, yeah. Because it's that's it's so good and it's and going away for a weekend like that, um, I can imagine was an absolute riot and that must have been such a good trip. And then and then to go out, you know, twelfth at. It's nothing to be sniffed at, you know, for twelfth at Big Bowl. Yeah, um, yeah. We were really, really, we were really, we we were really like happy with that result at the time. Like we were a bit 
ob- we were really upset about obviously going out to mass flag. We were, we were upset at the fact that we got mass flags and and so early in the 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 yes. the, the, the post reg uh, the post group stage mm-hmm. draw. But yeah, I think some things maybe went our way and maybe not beat mass flag because we've all seen mass flag. But yeah, it's yeah the luck of the draw. I think we would have done a lot better than twelve. Just a wee bit luckier with the draw with that team. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, aye, let's aye. It's it's a toss up between the two twenty seventeen teams, but I I, I couldn't pick. No. I, if I was being biased, I'd probably say the Manchester team because I was on that. Because you were on it, of course. <laughs> yeah. So earlier on, we can't allow that. Earlier no, on, earlier on we asked. Earlier on, we said to Tom, like, which ones are you going to pick? And he basically said, "Well, it's one of the twenty seventeen teams because twenty seventeen teams because I was there." Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I think I think that goes. Uh, you're not the only one that's uh, that's thinking thinking like that. Um, yeah, I think the only thing that clouds my judgment about the Tory Glen team is because I wasn't there. It's one of the, the few Chieftains things I've missed. <laughs> I, I, have, I have heard stories about how Nicky and Callum Woods tore that tournament up with like this, their quarterback-centre combination. So, yeah, it is tough to beat that. I can, I, I, yeah, I look, at that, I look at that team and it's... Like, I've got it up on my screen now and I'm just trying to pick... You, you can make an argument for any single person there starting in either direction. Yeah. Exactly, and you can also make like an argument for almost all of that team to not start in either direction because of the other people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and, if you could give an idea. If you could have like fifteen folk in that photo as well, it's, it's not well, even a small squad. If yeah. you could, ha- if you could have, if like if someone had drafted this team on our fantasy draft, Greg, oh, be unstoppable. God. They've won yeah. the enti- almost the entire first. I would quite happily be the team manager for that team. <laughs> quite oh, <yeah>. happily, quite <laughs> happily. I'd I'd take the bench. I'd I'd stay in the sidelines and quite happily team manage that. That yeah, that's an insane amount of talent. I think everyone in that group went in like the first three rounds of our. Fa- that might just be the first three or four rounds. Easy done. Yeah, because that yeah. is basically the cream of the crop. And um, even and like- even if uh, Stephen McCluskey was there, I'm pretty confident if he was still playing in the flag scene, he would probably go in oh, the top yeah, top three rounds. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say the two twenty seventeen teams in a final to decide who's the best yep. of all time. So yes, we have found our goats, and that is the the twenty seventeen yeah. chieftains squad. So that's that's all good. So um, are we going to make some enemies then if we pick our favourite fifteen? You want to you want to pick fifteen all fifteen all time guys. So this is where I think I'll fall down again because of the older the older crew. Yeah. Um, however, um, I will. I'll I'll tr- oh, I've lost my photographs now. I need to go back. Um, yeah. Well, point of you kick us off then. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit of an impossible task. But, number um, number number one, who's your who's your dead sir has to make it? Oh, um, oh, we're going this way, are we? I, I know. I, we I, was going I thought we might have started off sort of QB and then filled out positions and then maybe. Okay, okay, we can. Well, I mean, okay. yeah, let's let's not burn entire bridges entirely, Mister. Yeah, <laughs> one. Let's let's at least give ourselves some. So, <laughs> I think yeah, I think when it comes to quarterback, there's only really one choice and maybe a close second. Um, the close second. I just so hope we've got the right, the same quarterback, right? Uh, <laughs> there can be only one. For me, it's Neil Arnold. Yes. And, yeah, <laughs> Neil Arnold is, uh, yeah, we've had a yeah. lot of great quarterbacks in this conference, but, yeah, Neil Arnold is probably number one by far, and I'd say Mr. Farrell is 
the second, but Mr. Farrell would be better served in other positions with yeah, Neil yeah. Uh, standing behind centre. I am so glad you said that because the very two first names on my list here are Neil Arnold and Nicky Farrell. Yeah. Aye. Yes, I think that's fair enough. Yep. So that's easy. So, um, yeah. So let's go to the the deepest and most important position um, because they touch the ball every single time. Uh-huh. Um, that's the centres. Yep. Because um, they touch the ball in every play and are therefore the most important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've, you've got options. You've got Callum Woods, um, Richie Moore, Jamie Doak, Dave Mooney, Chrissy Lang, Jimmy Thompson, Paul Jeffries, who's probably before your time by Cavey, uh, Matty Ross, and then I, I put myself at a very, very bottom of that list. Um, <laughs> I you, did see your face crop up in a few of these uh, photos. Uh, uh, and then like even someone like Ewan Miller, who could pretty much play any position as well. He's, Anywhere you want, yeah. Yeah, he's an, an unsung hero as well. But in the end, I went for... So I, I'm, I'm all about versatility. So I, I my starting centre would be Jamie Doak. Who is a, a, probably again before your guys' time? Yeah. So what what um what year would he have been in? So Jamie Dot was a he was a Carlock Cobra, and then he played one season with the Hornets when he okay. joined with Young, uh, Alan Young. Um. So Jamie Dot prime he actually played for, he was GB a GB captain for a long time as well. Um. Jamie Dot could play center, and he was always he could also blitz. Very tall. He hated blitzing. Fun fact, but uh, <laughs> he also loved the, the very odd random questions. Uh, but that, that's probably not safe for work. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've gone for Jamie Doak as my starting centre, and then number two, I've got Mr Woods. Yes, Ooh. Mr Woods as our modern era candidate, shall we go with. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was I was going to try and put up the, the lad Mooney as a name here, just purely because, obviously, he's not someone I, I've known of, mm. but he is definitely someone that Mike brought up. Yep, and I've got to sort of. So Dave Mooney again, yeah, and then you've brought him up a couple of times already. So I just wonder whether he could sneak in there. Yeah, um, so again, Mister Mooney in his heyday and his famous invisibility cloak. I don't know. I, I don't know if you if you are if you's. Um, I've not heard this. No, so, so now you brought it up, you're gonna have to say something. So Mister Mooney had the. As a as a Hornet playing the Broncos, um, Mr. Mooney had the the annoying. Let's keep it family friendly. The annoying um, trait of just randomly appearing in the back corner of the end zone, unmarked for the for the easiest touchdowns you'll ever see in your life. And to this day, I I don't I don't know how he done it. Like <laughs> I, I, Dave Mooney is someone who I respect so much. Like he's he's pretty much the guy who I watched playing centre when I was coming into this game. Like, and even to this day, like he's he's one of the best guys around. It's a shame he doesn't he's not involved as much as he was. But I, Dave Mooney and his invisibility cloak is quite legendary. But yeah, I just found Jamie and Woodsy slightly ahead of him, and I'm sure Mooney, as a Bills fan and me as a Patriots fan, we have our we have our. Uh, <laughs> We have our punch-ups about that regularly, so this will just add to the fire. That's good, that's good. <laughs> anything, anything to stoke a rivalry on this show. I mean, Tom's um, not here, someone's got to do it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. You'll, have, you'll have two weeks of nonsense to speak next time. Um, cool, so if we, talk, if we talk about receivers, again, obviously the modern era is where we're going to look at. Um, yeah. But even then, looking back, you know, I'm still looking at the... 
kind of the Paz, the Grants yep. of, of the world. Um, you can't, again, you can't, like from my list, like, again, some names, there's Colin Jones, Stevie Bramo, Grant McLaren, Jules, Kevin Woods, who I, I think is a better wide receiver than a defensive back, which says a lot because he's a good defensive back. He's a good defensive, defensive back. back. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gary Elliott, Ewan Miller again, the switchblade, Brandon Lamb, new guy, uh, new guy as well, um, Paznik, Ali Morello, Mike Scott, Gregor Beatty, who's in at Cobra, and then I've got my, Mr. Greg Sim as well, who I know. Someone I've heard he's an MVP of some some uh, uh, some little Diddy vet French yeah. tournament. I think he's been somewhere. mentioned once or twice somewhere. I can't place it, so, so. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> so I, I I went one. So my offense, I went one quarterback, two centers, four wide receivers. And then for defence, I went four DBs, one blitzer, three safeties. But again, like I'm all about versatility, so everyone can pretty much play anywhere. But um, in the end, wide receivers, I went Colin Jones of the Cobras, Stevie Bramwell of the Bulls, Grant McLennan, who's, yeah, Bulls, Hornets. <laughs> and then I went uh, Jules. So that's yeah. my four. Um, Stevie Bramwell's, he's, he's even before my time, but you still... You'd, you still hear the stories of that connection with Arnold and Bramwell and like yeah, this a lot of the success of the Bulls over the years. Like there's there's probably there's there's probably more Bulls that I'm missing out, like Paul Arnold. Again, they're a bit before my time, but I know Paul Arnold, Neil's brother, was a hell of a player as well. But I, I just didn't know enough about him to put him on yeah. the list. So Colin Jones was former GB, Stevie Bramwell surely played GB at some point. Grant McLaren I don't think he ever tried out for GB, but I'm sure he would again if he did. And then also we all know Jules is GB. Jules, yeah. so, aye, that's my four wide receivers. Yeah, no, and like that, the the long list that you mentioned as well is aye, it's it's, it's exceptional. It's, it's exceptional. Yeah. Like, and to if we were to try and I'm not going to try and push anyone to solidify 15 because we need a longer show than we've got. I know. But um, yeah, I know. My one my one glare in the mission from offense who had, who. Is Richie, who Richie back in back in the early days, the Chieftains like, he, and even back in the early days, the Hornets, he was the Hornets' offense for a long time, and he when he was involved, the Chieftains was a major part in it. And yeah. I feel bad; he's a teammate. I've known the guy for so long. He's one of my, my best friends in football. Like, but I he's he's the one glare in the mission from offense that I wish I had space for. Yeah, because of his impact back in the early days. Of so, yeah. I'm, I'm going with those guys for offense. I, I got... I'm going to admit that I actually have Richie's name down here. Yeah. And um, I, I was quite surprised to see him in the early ones. And I thought, you know what? You know, I played with him at Chieftains 2018, I think it was. Yeah. And I don't think I quite appreciated just how good he was until I played with him. Very um, deceiving. Very deceiving. It's it's been one of the one of the features of when the Hornets go to Champions Bowl. Like it's, it's like the Hornets do not look like the best bunch of athletes, but we've got to be, we know how to play the game. We've got and Richie just he's snake, got great, he's got hips. such great hands as well. It's, hands, hips, hips. Oh, it's Richie's yeah. hips. I know. Like, we've spoken about this on the on the Winter League because shows because obviously we got you know Greg and I got to play with him week in week out at Winter League, um, and. One, he looks absolutely fantastic in that uniform. Um, <laughs> and number two, you just ha- you just get the chance to play with people that you don't normally play with. Um, and yeah, it was it was eye opening to to play with him. And as someone who plays the same position as him, generally speaking, to you know move over, give Richie the centre spot, and then watch him work. Yeah, 
yeah that's good fun and ah. it's something that shouldn't come as a surprise but his knowledge as well you know if, if oh, yeah. a bit of space he knows just to sit down and he knows where he's going to be a threat it's, yeah, yeah he's great to watch and he's great fun to play with and the funny thing is he, he doesn't watch he doesn't watch the NFL doesn't doesn't he's a he's a through and through football soccer guy but when it comes to NFL he doesn't care he doesn't care <laughs> but then you see him he's played for the, the Clyde Valley Blackhawks the Goliaths and Clyde and yeah also the Hornets for so long and yeah and he's, he's one of those guys that's got so much experience he just knows what he's about yeah for sure right if we move on quickly to defense um cool again so, maybe yeah. Kind of this era, there's so many to choose from. You've got your your Archies, your Garys, your Woods, you know, your Thompsons, your Gibson, Gibsons, yeah. your you know, even Jules is in yeah. there. Like, oh, there's just so many going on. You go so, back. Uh, it, it's tough. Like, I, I, I've, I'll admit, I went quite more recent with the defense than than the early the early part of the decade, just from my own. Uh, ignorance when it comes to the defensive side of the ball and from like not really knowing the guys from back then but I did pick one of the old old uh, old old cohorts um, Mr. Callum Beatty an old Carlotte Cobra who was uh, ended up captaining the defence the Chieftains um, unfortunately suffered a few knee injuries which kind of scuppered, scuppered his future playing the game but uh, Callum Beatty again kind of before your guys time but he, did he it's, it's did he play? Hundred... Did he play with the Cobras the first Iron Man? Yes, and, and he hurt himself again. He hurt his knee again. I, yes, he I, hurt himself playing us. I remember. Yeah, that. you might have seen him a few times at the recent um, Iron Man's or Flag in Your Years. They sometimes help out. So, um, yeah, I think I, sometimes I, think I know him to look at, but I don't think yeah. I've ever had a com- proper conversation with him. Yeah. So yeah, defensive backs. Then I went uh, Callum Beatty, Kevin Woods, um, Callum Stepani. And then uh, Andrew Gibson. I might be accused of that being a wee homer pick there, but you've got all that athleticism with Kev and the two Callums and, well, Mr. Automatic Andrew with the tackling. I think, yeah. the, for me, the omission for the front would probably be Liam Fleming, but I guess Liam's more of a safety, but he's one of the ones, like Richie's the guy on offence I wish I could have put in. Liam's probably one of the guys on defence I wish I could, could have put in. Um, so, yeah, he didn't, he didn't make my defensive backs or my safeties, but he's one that if I had more space, he would be in. I think uh, Blitzer. I went went. Uh, I went with Callum Young over Kaz Arshad. My so there's a, a non Homer pick. I think Callum Young's. He's got the longevity, and he's also played for GB. And we all know he's a speed demon. He's so fast. Aye, aye. And yes. then I, I would just purely go with Kaz over him, just for one reason. Hey, someone's someone is going to forget to tell Callum where the game is, and he'll just yeah, that's true. If you, that, if, you yeah. Don't, if you don't take Callum, yeah, he doesn't have to show up. Yeah, so I think give Cass another few chieftains in that and go to <laughs> Callum. Cass and Callum are a good battle. I mean, if it was one of those positions, it's do you, you, do you take two centers or you just leave one and then have your yeah. other guys fill in? But I, I wish I just went with the one blitz on him, we missed Callum Young. Right? Yeah, that did actually. I. I know we've mentioned this before, I would just really like to hammer the point home. Um, I text Callum one day from Winter League saying, where are you? And he was like, yeah. I'm, at home. I'm at home, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> Callum, never, you're, never in the, forget. you're in the group chat. You're in the group chat and we had a separate event page set up as well. Shocking. The man, Shocking. The man forces our mind to boggle. He is lucky Mr. Scott was not managing him that day. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's to be like, fair though. Once you've seen him run for a train, you, you, he's yeah, gone. Yeah, it's exactly the story I was yeah. about to bring up. Yeah, 
he's oh, incredible. I, I take it you've never heard about this one. No, no, I haven't. Okay. Oh, you go, Greg. You were driving. I mean, I was driving. I can't even remember where I was driving back from. We were driving. Uh, we were driving back from. It was Newcastle. the. Was it not the Sheffield finals day? Was it Sheffield finals? I can't remember. No, the Sheffield finals. We didn't have the bus, so it must have been Newcastle. So, so we're, dri- be Newcastle, yeah. we're driving back from Newcastle and Callum Young at that time lived in Inverness and obviously we're all going back to Aberdeen so he booked a train yep. from, yeah, from the motorway Perth. from Perth on the way up the road. Yeah. And but he when, booked, he, when he, he done this? He booked, a tra- he booked a train for about an hour's time when on Google Maps we were something like it was, it was like one hour and six minutes away or something. <laughs> and so we had to like floor it and it was like traffic and then we didn't actually know where the train station was in um Perth. And we finally got there and he had to run in and he I don't know how he had the presence of mind to do this, but he turned his video on on his phone. So you can just on this video, you can just hear like the slide do- the door slides open, he jumps out, his bag gets thrown after him, and he just disappears into Perth train station. I mean, the, no. one of the aspects he, of this is missing here is the fact that, I mean, was there me. was some incredibly <laughs> questionable driving yeah. coming in, in this minivan that was blaring out Benny Hill theme tune. <laughs> I come in flying, you know, coming in way too hot into the train station, slam the brakes. Everyone who's all around can hear this Benny Hill theme music. This door opens, a man sprints out. Doesn't even look back. It was this like un- it was like this unmarked white van, and this guy just like spills out of it, sprints into the train station, <laughs> jumped. The- I'm pretty sure he jumped the barrier, ran down the stairs, and got like on the train like as the doors shut. And you can hear one of the passengers like say something to him. And I-, I never ever worked out what it was, and he just kind of like goes like, <laughs> yeah, and then just like the camera cuts out. <laughs> he made it by like a minute. It was unbelievable. There are movies that have won Oscars for less. Oh, absolutely! I'm yeah. sure. I'm pretty. Sure, I don't. I think I've backed up my phone. So I think yeah. if I was to try hard enough, I could get the video. Oh, um, absolutely! It's, but... it's still my finest achievement behind the wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was very, very good. Um, okay, so yeah. we have our our goats. Well, actually, I've got safeties. So just quickly, oh, safeties, of course. Oh. Yes, Sorry. I went. No, you're fine. I went. Mister Archibald, Nicky Farrell, and Gary Elliott. So that's my safeties. And that's my 15, my versatile 15. Your versatile 15 that can all play in both directions at the same yeah. time, at any time. No. Yeah. Um, with all your knowledge of the history of the of the, the organisation and the, and the older guys that predate us, I will 100% bow to your experience. Yeah, and I'm sorry for all those bridges that I've just burnt and all those people that are no longer friends on all Facebook. Those, but, all uh, those people that, only, that feel yeah. snubbed. There's only 15 spots, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and at least I didn't put myself on the team, even exactly. I'm not. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. But and, if the team needed a manager, it would be you. So it would be a battle between Mister me and Mike Scott. I think. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. You, I'm sure you can <laughs> split it. I'm sure you can work uh, together and split it. I think we probably like that. Uh, work. Less, yeah, less work for both of you. Yeah. And um, in fine, in fine, uh, sort of way we HNC at tradition. If you do have any complaints about history. Please direct them to at TomTomABZ. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, definitely slide into Tom's DMs and tell him what was wrong with a show he wasn't on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Except no liability. No, never. Never. Deny everything. Say nothing, deny everything. Um, 
and eat the rich. Um, so moving on to <laughs> our new, our new popular segment, um, the way we Guernsey it. Um, <laughs> Greg, there was Guernsey yeah. flag football on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, Sorry, that was that was nicely shoehorned. I like that. Yeah, I had to I had to work that one quite. There was a bit of wriggling involved to get that one in. Um, that was that was Richie Moore hips. Yes, yeah, that one was. <laughs> yes, we had Guernsey flag football briefly. Um, they did put out their stream. We did see some familiar faces tuning into it. Unfortunately, they picked the lowest scoring game of the day. Yes. A six nil slugfest, yes, um, which was actually an upset. Apparently, uh, you know, a lot of people. Admittedly, I know a lot of people in the game picks last week chose to do that based on their names or last year's standings. Um, I was one of them. I, I was had one the Razorbacks. I was also one of them too. Um, yeah, the Razorbacks. Um, questionable playoff loss last year, and now Indeed, yeah. and now a, a loss. Early on, and they they looked rusty as well. I'm not. Yes, it, it didn't look the most fluid of offenses. So hopefully that is just cobwebs are out of the way and they get themselves back on track. Yes, for sure. Um, in the in the first game, the uh, defending champion Hornets edged my, edged my guys in what looked like a thriller. Oh, it um, absolutely does. Thirty. 38-31 thriller um, over, my, over my puffins. Um, but my puffins, I saw on their Instagram today, they had a, a, a Friday night training session ready for their games on Sunday morning. So I'm okay with it. Because, you know, if I if I was the Razorbacks, I'd be ready to be 0-2 if I was them. I would just be ready right now because the puffins are coming. <laughs> I mean, they're not, they're not in the same conference, mate. You know, it's... They're not. They're not worried about the Razorbacks. They should be. No, they're, the Razorbacks should be worried about the Puffins. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They come for you. Because um, that—that's the second game of the day this week. This weekend, isn't it? Uh, yes. That no game one. No. Puffins are back on nine thirty. Game one. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, back to I've back nine thirty games. Game two. Well, it's early morning stuff then. Game two. Hornets at Terrapins. Now that could be a very, very good game. That could be a good game because they both are. They both, they won. both won. They both won, yeah. and they both scored a lot of points. Yeah. They did. I wonder whether that might just come down to whether the Hornets' defense can keep them out. Because the Terrapins, well, mind you, the Terrapins were up against my Mustangs. They were Mustang we watch. Some, we Mustang watch. Early. Mustang watch. Mm. I feel good about Mustang Watch this week, by the way, because they're playing the brand new Spartans. And the Spartans are a brand new team. Um, and they had 47 points put on them last week by the Raptors. Um, uh, no. The Mustangs no, had 47 had, no, points sorry, put on them sorry. by the Terrapins. They had 59 points put on them. They did, yeah. So so the Mustangs these Spartans is pretty much the watch bowl? Potential for the wooden spoon. Yeah. Potential for that to be a wooden spoon game. Um However, the Mustangs are now how many games did they played last year? Twelve. So they're now zero and thirteen all time um, to the Spartan uh, to the Spartans zero and one. So 
I don't know. So, does, I mean, they've got statistically, does, statistically, they've, got statistically they've won. They've lost. The Spartans have lost less games. So does that make them the favourites? But technically, the Mustangs have more experience than the Spartans. They do indeed. Or do um, they? Because I, I don't know who's on these teams. But yeah. So well, neither do we. But yeah. I bet you were going to well, find out because the we did we did get the Guernsey the, the Guernsey the message boards are lit. So. <laughs> um, I the guys in the Mustangs are saying that they had a lot of new players last year. Um, they, they had, a, I think, was it this year they've got a, a guy who's new to being QB? I think so, so, yeah. You know, the fact that he's managed to get two touchdowns against one of the favourites in the Terrapins means that, you know, at least the offence has something about them this year because it took them three games last year to get any points on the board. It's true. So yeah. They're ahead of the curve already. They're ahead of the curve. They're already better than I last year. You know, hopefully if the other guys who first joined them last year, hopefully they're pushing on. Hopefully we get them on the live stream this week. I would love that. Um, but I'm, I'm taking my Mustangs. I'm getting the beers ready. I'm going to go Mustangs. I think this time next week, Greg will be on the cans um, to celebrate the Mustangs. Um, I'm hoping so. And then Raptors Reapers is the only other game. Greg, who are you taking there? Oh, Raptors. Oh, I've, I've got to take the Raptors. Just purely that that offense, fifty nine points in week one, like that's coming out hot. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to take the Raptors as well for two reasons. Number one, um, fifty nine points is a lot, um, and number two, I'm HNC loyal. Raptors, Raptors, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> okay, so we need to actually go back to the Terrapins against the Hornets here because we completely ignored them in favor of the Mustangs. I miss the Hornets, obviously. Come, well, come on. Yeah, I mean, Glasgow, Glasgow, I mean, yeah, GGH, 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 you know, yeah. if we're going to be HNC yeah. loyal with the Raptors, we're going to have to be HNC loyal with the Hornets. Oh, I bet your blood's boiling at that, guys. Oh, oh me. <laughs> uh, the Glasgow Hornets and the Guernsey Hornets. Don't, Guernsey, you've got some friends up north of the border, don't worry. Yeah, well, it's, when we when they've, uh, got, they've got feeder teams already, Bez. when yeah, when uh, when Bez's package holidays take off, then I think we're, <laughs> apparently, given the way the state of my inbox this week, I think we're all going. So um, <laughs> just just you wait. Um, we're just all getting the meat wagon down to Southampton. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. We're going to try. And, we're going to try and be more more efficient. Than, I, was, um, I was I was in Southampton Airport uh, two years ago. It's very small. So it's just very bear, so bear that small. In mind. Yeah, it's so small. Um, <laughs> I think you fly to Tom. Tom was looking it up, and he. I asked Tom to send me some prices, and he sent me some <laughs> prices, and I immediately rejected them. Yeah. Because um, that's no. So um, Tom was very, very excited. Tom, He'd looked out. What was it like a five bedroom house or something? Oh, he had a five bedroom house. He had a five bedroom. Yeah, a, a five bedroom house that would feed, that would look after ten folk for a week for a grand. He was like, it's only a hundred quid for a week. I'm like that's it's exceptional value. And then he told me it was going to be three hundred quid to get there. <laughs> I was like Tom <laughs> like, oh. um, so you know there's there's some tweaking to be done to the package holiday but I'm sure we can work it out on the case because if, if nothing else surely everyone just has loads of holiday left because everyone's you been think so. everyone's yeah. been in lockdown for three months so surely we can, no one's <laughs> been anywhere I know that Richie's got loads so <laughs> he does <laughs> he's not getting to go to Ibiza but maybe I can take him to Guernsey oh <laughs> I'm sure you could convince him. I'm sure I could. Um, both islands, I'm sure he'll be he'll be in for that. Yeah, just yeah, visit both the Channel Islands. Um, <laughs> what's the other one called? 
I, I studied history at high school, not geography, sorry. Uh, how bad is that? I, don't, I can't remember what that was. Hold on, Google Maps. Jersey, Jersey. Jersey. Oh, Jersey. God, I didn't know that. Jersey. Oh, yeah. I thought he was joking. No, I had a total mind blank. Sorry, I was with you there, Bez. Complete mind blank. Don't worry. We'll suffer, we'll suffer that embarrassment together. Yeah, we'll suffer that one together. This is where we find out there's a Jersey, a Jersey flag football league. Okay. Oh Where could you imagine we'd the have, rivalry? We'd have to go on tour. <laughs> Ferries and shit. I'm on a boat. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I don't so, know. I do, yeah, I'm kind of watching the app and normally it cuts out after an hour and we're now on 62 minutes. So, this could go quiet at any point. But... Um, so that's the Guernsey. If you are interested in playing along with our Pick'em League, you can find that on the Facebook page. There's a SurveyMonkey link. Although, earlier on, I did try to click on it so I could put mine in, and it said that SurveyMonkey is down for maintenance. So just keep trying, I guess. Um, <laughs> I know that what, night- what were the results from week one of uh, the, the survey? Uh, three people were got it 100% correct. Um, they were Aldi. That's with a Y, not like the uh, supermarket. <laughs> um, there was Coach Guthrie um, and uh, Scott, aka Judas McDonald. Um, all oh, went, no. all got, <laughs> all got. Hey, you leave Scott alone. <laughs> um, they all got, they all got four in a row. They all got their four correct. There was a lot on three, um, uh, a lot on two, and two people. Um, Two people only got one right. One of them was our very own Chris Nicholas of the Silvercats. He didn't do very well. What um, are you doing, coach? Uh, yeah, Blair Burr also. Um, so Silvercats centre, he got one. Someone called Josh only got one. And uh, Fraser Fizzle back to the Oilcats, he took part. And only got one correct as well. So it is still all to play for. We have 13 weeks of this. Um, Tremendous. So it's going to get tight. So it's a, it's a good start. Um, me, you and Tom all got three. I so, think me me and Tom definitely got done by the Razorbacks. Were you the same? I was the same, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually think the, the one that Blair got, I think, was actually the Reapers. <laughs> like, okay, so I, he was going for a full sort of... He, pick, he picked, yeah, he picked upsets across the board, um, and one of them came off. So he did. I can't, you know, it almost deserves it. Almost deserves a well done in itself, just for for that, <laughs> for like the, for that to be the one you got. Um, but yeah, no, that was quite exciting. Um, so I think that's that's Guernsey covered for another week. Um, they'll be at it again from nine thirty on Sunday. You can go on their Instagram page and follow along their graphics and their stats and their stuff are normally quite good so you can you can follow on there and see what's going on if there's a live stream i i'm sure they will let one of us know and we will let you know in uh in once we know so <laughs> the word salad that was wasn't it jesus christ <laughs> i tried not to i tried not to a professional a professional at work <laughs> Honestly, he's a, word, just, he's a wordsmith. I am oh. a wordsmith. He's just got to let him go. Verbal I mean, diarrhea. At, at, least, at least he's got that career as an introduction. Speech maker. That's it. That's yeah. it. I can only do like 20 words in a row. And then after yeah. that, it's just who knows where the sentence is going. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think I can feel comfortable calling it there. Um, 
unless uh cabbage any other business you want to you want to raise and chat about no just everyone hnc get to chieftain's trials let's uh, keep keep the fire going it's it's a great thing to be a part of if anyone that's not been before uh, I, I wholeheartedly encourage you all to attend and get involved and just get to know the hnc aye and yeah guys thanks for having me and thanks for the kind thanks for the the, the amazing introduction and the the kind words about the the gb women in israel last week in the start so i appreciate it thanks yeah no no problem no problem um yeah you're you're more than welcome and keep sending in ideas because we we appreciate them um and that goes to everybody else out there as well if you send us in an idea you too might get a last minute phone call on a Friday night asking you to come on the show. <laughs> Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Fair play to you coming on at this time of night. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you get a peek behind the curtain and you find out that everything is on fire. Um, uh, we could all talk flag. It's all right. We all, exactly. all talk flag for days. Exactly. Not, there's not one thing I've learned from our community. It's that if you get asked people the right questions, they will talk and talk and talk, which is all good. Um, so, Greg, any other any other business from you? Well, it's funny you should say that. I've actually got a couple. Oh, Jesus. You know, because, because the guy's here, we've got to find out a little bit more. Oh. You know, you, you've, you've went on in his introduction about how much experience he has. You know, he, he's played and coached and been team manager in tournaments all across so Europe and probably in America as well. So I just want to know, what is there any one that stands out as a particular highlight? It's true. We have to do the highlight question. <laughs> Think, oh God! Not to put your spot on anything, eh? <laughs> it, it, it is tough. I mean, the 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 outright obvious one is obviously Israel with the GB women last year. That that will it's it's kind of unfair to judge everything else against that. That that's obviously the pinnacle of our small sport. Hopefully, one day we all hope it gets to Olympics, but it's hard to top that. So that's kind of its own pedestal. Um, coming back to keep it HNC. We spoke about Big Bowl 2016. It's the only time I've been to Big Bowl, actually. It was an amazing. I, I don't know why I've not been back. It's just not worked out. Um, King Bowl 2018, where the the one, the one, my one job you didn't mention, the of OC for the Pirates women's team. Um, yes, that's my. That was a good year as well. I that with us, Horn, Pirates, Hornets, Oil Cats. And, and the the Carnegie Broncos, the Carnegie Broncos, yeah, Flash Slash Outlaw. T- oh no, Archibald's a Bronco now, so it fits. Eh? Yeah. No, that 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 was pinnacle of again. We've got the the, the photo of the massive HNC family. Like, That's genuinely one of my favourite photographs. Aye, and then I guess Hornets. It, it's tough to top the two Champions Bowl experiences. Like we learn so much. We got our asses handed to us from time to time, <laughs> but. Again, anyone gets the you, you kind of get a, a snippet of that playing at Big Bowl. Again, it's the short format, but if you get the opportunity to take part in a Champions Bowl, it is full length games in some amazing locations against some amazing teams and amazing people. Shout out to SGD and our Danish friends, but uh, it's I, I, I could probably yeah, it, it's tough. Israel's Israel's the unquestioned leader from but keep, keep HNC. I I probably I probably edge King Bowl because yeah. It felt like a bit of a HNC invasion that one. I think. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, that was that was very 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 cool. Well, thanks for that. That's a lovely little insight because obviously yeah. you've just so much experience over so much of it, and, um, and various roles as well. So it's, it's, it's great. I, I, yeah, I, I, I like my I like my position in the sh- I like being in the shadows. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And no, um, the, the, the one other thing that I wanted to bring up, don't worry, you're you're off the, the spotlight now, Cabbage. Um, Bez, yeah. we all knew about your, your charity endeavour in which you were going to be putting £5 for every touchdown you scored. Yes. Now, with the season cancelled, Ah, yes. I've heard a rumour you are changing the terms of this just oh, ever so slightly. Yes. Would yes. You care to elaborate? So I have gone from dropping wide open touchdowns to dropping crucial putts on the golf course. See that? That's a segue. segue. Wordsmith. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, back on form. <laughs> yep, that's it. He's, He's back. Got his out now. Um, yes, obviously there is no football and there are no touchdowns to be scored. Um, but that does not really make a difference if you have, and to be honest, there's a global pandemic, really, if you have uh, blood cancer. So in order to continue my little fundraiser and awareness um, theme challenge for the year, um, yes, I've just switched up. So it is now golf related. Um, there are a number of people in the HNC who have taken up golf, um, mainly with varying degrees of failure and success um shout out harry craig he's the only person at golf that is good that i know um and of course your handsome self Greg. um but yes so in order to basically keep spamming people with um hopefully good news stories and take money out of their wallets um the fundraising will be back as of sometime next week and Yes, hopefully we'll get back to raising some money for some good people. And if at the end, if at some point this year, football is back either in local tournaments or, well, it'll have to be local tournaments, I guess. Um, I and I get the opportunity to switch back to touchdowns. I I will do. Um, and if not, I guess twenty twenty one. We'll see. Fingers um, crossed. I'll we see. Only I'll, yes, we can only hope that football yeah. will be back before that. But if it's not, I'm hopeful that at some point next year we'll all get to chase each other around the field um, but yes no at the moment thank you for that Greg We, I am switching my fundraising to golf so if you go on any of my social media you'll probably be able to find the link it's on it's on Instagram anyway so you'll see it and yep. I'm sure at some point there'll be a video of me trying to snap my par <laughs> so yeah I think I think that's everything Yep, yep, certainly on my side of things now. Cool. Well, uh, once again, Cabbage, I cannot thank you enough for coming on. Um, it is it's always a pleasure, and um, uh, my even, pleasure. Even more my so pleasure. tonight. No, I appreciate yeah. it, guys. It's been been good to be involved, see behind the curtain, and I. <laughs> like I say, we can all sit here and talk flag, HNC flag forever. So I, whenever, absolutely, whenever, whenever a subject comes up, you know what I'm. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for uh, for being here as always. Um, not a problem, Bez. Not a problem. Not a problem. And you, you know where I am whenever you I, talk. With. I, I get do. well soon, Tom. Yes, and hopefully Tom will rejoin us next week when we hope to have um, start a bit of a streak running with guests. And I think you're going to be interested by who we have on next, but I'm going to leave that Ooh. as a surprise for the next next day, for which way around it's going to be. Um, but our next couple of guests, um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, um, at some point we will have the People's Commission, um, Mr. Kyle Taylor, and at some point very soon, 
we will also be having Heather McGowan on to come and talk all things uh, ladies football and Opal League. So if you have any questions for either of them, send them in to us and we'll collate them into rough categories and we'll use them as our bullet points for our conversations. They don't have to be about um, their committee roles or anything like that. If you want to just know a little bit more about who they are and their football lives, then that is totally fine. Um, I know I've already got my first question for Kyle and I can't wait to ask it. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm already super psyched on it. Oh. Um, so, Greg, yeah, Greg knows what it is. Um, and we're <laughs> all very excited to hear the answer. Um, so, Join us for that sometime soon. Um, thank you very much for listening. I've been Bez Berry, and this has been The Way We HNC It. Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of The Way We HNC It by subscribing on whatever platform you listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review um to be honest we're not entirely sure what that does but if you enjoy the show give us some decent stars and tell your friends and if you don't enjoy the show then com- feel completely free to tell nobody about it you tried you didn't like it but hey at least you tried and at least we got here and to be honest you must have liked it a little bit because at the here at the end of the show you're still listening speak soon everyone have a great week <laughs>